Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. We did it. We made it to a Friday. It's hour one. The gang's all here, including Fritzy, ready to go. And it's a meat Friday at that. In case you're wondering, and I know you are, braised five-alarm chili, hot dogs, tater tots, smoked pumpkin pie, all on the Traeger. Whoa. Who is it better than we do? Nobody. Come on in. Stay a while. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. It'll be a big week next week because tailgate moonshine, pumpkin spiced maple will be available. But only if you're on the newsletter. Go to danpatrick.com. Put your email address in the box that slides out. You are good to go. And you'll get a recap of the show each day, Monday through Friday, 6 Eastern, 3 Pacific. Stat of the day is always brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Operator, Tyler, standing by, taking your phone calls. Come up with a poll question, play of the day, stat of the day, all of that forthcoming. We mentioned after the two games in Philadelphia, I said, you know, it's not an aggregate. This isn't soccer where, hey, you won by 10 goals. And uh, that could be a tiebreaker here. In baseball, it's the next day. It's the next game. It's the next starting pitcher. And we joked yesterday. I said, after all that went on in Philadelphia and that momentum, all Arizona has to do if they win the game 2-1, to one, now all of a sudden there's momentum with Arizona. And they won 2-1. to one. The Astros roughed up the Rangers. Once again, the road team has won every single game. 10-3, the final in that. The Jags hold off the Saints. Ugly game for three quarters. Got interesting in the fourth quarter. And the Jags pull out the win. The NCAA is looking at Michigan. 
dot, 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 again, Penn State and Ohio State this weekend, Tennessee and Alabama. You have Virginia against North Carolina. Who would have thought Duke and Florida State would be must-see TV? (laughs) And how about Arizona State and Washington? Just some of the games, USC and Utah. This first hour brought to you by the great folks at Kings Hawaiian. They want to make every Sunday a slider Sunday. Get together with uh, friends and family in football this weekend. Make every Sunday a slider Sunday. All right, Seton, what's poll question for the first hour? Well, we've got one here from Pauly. Okay. And I'm trying to find the common thread mm-hmm. amongst these teams mm-hmm. other than what the question actually is. Mm-hmm. The team people have the hardest time buying into that you think is most likely to make it to the Super Bowl. It's a little wordy. <laughs> Let me repeat that for you. Okay. Team that people have a hard time buying into that you think is most likely to make it to the Super Bowl. So we're talking about the Lions and the Jaguars. Okay. Now, Lions and Jaguars are in there, right? Mm-hmm. You have the 5 and 2 Jaguars, the 5 and 1 Lions. Then you have the Rams at 3 and 3. You have the Seahawks at 3 and 2 and the Steelers at 3 and 2. I feel like this is actually a statement from Paul about how he doesn't believe in the Jaguars and the Lions because he's throwing five teams that have won five games in with these other middle of the Packers. <laughs> yeah. Erroneous. Inclu- but not the Packers. Not the Packers. No, they're not on this. Of the middle of the Packers. Yes. Right. Yeah. Um, so should the Jags and Lions be in with these teams? Yeah, Paulie. So I'm looking at there's certain teams like the Dolphins or the Eagles that everyone thinks has a good chance to be in the Super Bowl. There's a next tier to me. And I think historically no one believes in the Lions or the Jaguars. Like it's hard to picture the Jaguars with their their uniforms in a Super Bowl, even though they've been really close. <laughs> Wait, it, it's their uniforms? Mostly their uniforms. No, it's the helmets. The helmets, yes. Yeah. That when there was two tone and yeah. they weren't Yeah, when they weren't painted. finished. It was like they didn't finish the helmet. They are better. Okay. But it's hard to picture the Jaguars in a Super Bowl. Like it's hard to picture the Lions in a Super Bowl. And these other teams, like Seattle's pretty good. Like, week to week, they were pretty good last year. But I wouldn't put them in there with – I think it's just they are which team do you believe in more could make the Super Bowl, the, the Jags or the Lions? But now, even, I, I think people are going to say the Lions. Yeah. But, That's why I wanted to throw some steams. Like, the Steelers, I think, are, are difficult. No, I'd put the Ravens in there over the Steelers. But I think people could see the Ravens in the Super Bowl because they've been there and they've got quality coaching and they, they've done it before. Like, the Steelers has been a long time and Kenny Pickett doesn't seem threatening. But that defense could throw a shutout. Yeah, but you're, it feels like you're stating two different things. Correct. <laughs> you're right. It is a multi-tiered poll question, as they say. Yeah, I don't like to do that too early in the morning uh, to the audience. How many layers of this onion are we peeling back, uh, Paul? You don't like onions, Dan. No, I do not. No, I do not. Um, okay. Any, anything else? that? But I, if I said the Lions or the Jags, you got to pick one to go to the Super Bowl this year. Who would you pick? Todd? Lions for two reasons. One, I think they've got an easier path than the AFC to get to the Super Bowl. And I think in general, the Lions are a better team than Jackson. All right. Seton O'Connor, Lions or Jags? Does Doug Peterson not help boost the Jags sure. a little bit? I sure. Mean, that's a fellow who's been there and done it rather than a head coach. Dan Campbell. Right. I think having a coach who's won a Super Bowl, you got a franchise quarterback, and you have a really good defense. And a defense that I think leads the NFL in turnovers, takeaways. Got to factor that in. You're in a winnable division. You could get home field advantage. 
you know, keep in mind they came back, beat the Chargers last year, and then they gave Kansas City a good go in Kansas City last year. Yes, Seton? Watching the Jaguars last night, though, I don't think they struck me as a Super Bowl contending All team. Right. They maybe, you know what, this year they're putting it together, but next year they might really be onto something. So I'd have to take the Lions this okay, year. Okay, Marvin, what about you? Just because he had the league MVP, I'm going to go Lions. Oh, Jared Goff is your MVP? That's right. Okay. It's his to lose. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Him and Michael Penix. It's yours to lose. <laughs> okay. Michael Penix with the Heisman. Okay. Paulie? Uh, clearly the Lions, just because hmm. San Francisco seems like they're a couple injuries away from having another thing like last year. Mm-hmm. And Philly's been too, the, the Philadelphia Eagles games have been too close this year. Way too close. They're keeping too many teams in. And then Philly's got the Dolphins coming up mm-hmm. on Sunday night on NBC. And Peacock, which is uh, where you can watch this show, our streaming partner. Download the app if you haven't done so. And uh, our radio affiliates around the country, iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, nearly 400 cities. We say good morning to you on this program. All right, we'll come up with a poll question. We have our play of the day, stat of the day. We'll talk to a great college football writer. Uh, well, we'll talk to maybe a couple of football writers. Uh, Ross Dellinger from Yahoo Sports. We got a little controversy going on. Michigan Wolverines. I'm not quite sure exactly what Michigan is accused of, but sign stealing? Were they videotaping an opponent? Um, there's a rule that's been in place for 30 years where you can't have somebody go to a game to scout an opponent that you get video and it's compiled and given to the team so they can... It's complicated. Maybe it's not complicated, but it sounds complicated. But did Michigan get an unfair advantage? Are they, you know, there's a source who told ESPN, this is worse than the Patriots' spygate and worse than the Astros' sign-stealing in the playoffs in the World Series. I went, okay, now you got my attention. But I also maintain... If you're under investigation, you're probably playing pretty well. You know, it's it's rare when you go, oh, that team's under investigation and they're not any good. It's like Kansas basketball. They're always under investigation and they're always good. And then here's Michigan. Michigan's back. Controversy. Jim Harbaugh in trouble again. Jim said he didn't know anything about this. Sign stealing. Do you need to steal signs to beat Rutgers in Michigan State? I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. Yes, Mark. They're scrappy, gritty, and gutty. Oh, they are gritty and gutty. Of course they are. They did have that big fourth quarter comeback records. Yeah, they did. Can't sleep on the scar at night sometimes. <laughs> Thank you, Todd. Uh, Michigan goes into their rivalry game this Saturday at Michigan State. The Spartan staff was notified of the situation earlier this week. Two of Michigan's opponents told Yahoo Sports they became aware Michigan knew their play signs. Sign stealing does not violate NCAA rules unless the team uses in-game electronic equipment to relay the information to players on the field or amongst the coaches. There's a, uh, a football code here. The rule book does express the need for coaches to follow the so-called football code and states that, quote, only the highest standards of sportsmanship and conduct are expected of players, coaches, and others associated with the game. Stealing signs is a gray area. Um, Clemson is believed to have been particularly adept at that in the past, according to Yahoo Sports. (laughs) They did win a lot. Um, Let's see. 
At the 2021 Sugar Bowl, Ohio State quarterback Justin Fields said he huddled to call plays more often in an effort to prevent Clemson from stealing signs. Other teams have used curtains, hard-to-read colors, and other methods to disguise their play calls. Now, Michigan is already under investigation for a couple of uh, level two rule violations. Let's go. I'm a Michigan fan. This is fantastic. Yes, it is true. Whenever your team's under investigation, you're like, all right, all right, I like it. We're back. Yeah. Florida, Urban Meyer, yeah. We're winning, man. We're good. If you're under investigation and you're not good, you're not cheating well enough. Yes, Paulie. Maybe the NCAA should give Michigan State Michigan signs this weekend and make it a bit of a game. Do you see Harbaugh's statement, though? He went full. He went everything. He said, I, did, I didn't know. Nobody knew. We're going to cooperate. Well, what did you think he was going to say? But he gave every angle. I don't. I have no knowledge of this. No one at my staff has any knowledge of this. I didn't direct it. I didn't know about it. I didn't participate in it. I have no awareness that anyone it, of my Is there somebody who has gone rogue on Michigan staff? Because they have a guy who used to work. He went to the Naval Academy. He's got ties to Michigan. Maybe he went to Michigan. And he is the one. They're, they're, they're going to seize his computer. Foreign identity stuff. This is serious. Yes. It's Treadstone. It's great. <laughs> Michigan is back. Yeah. Yes, Todd. It is fascinating that they found someone with some kind of military background to put it towards <laughs> the analytics of sports and fighting on the field. Yeah. Well, we'll, uh, we'll explore this coming up here in a little bit. Ross Dellinger, who uh, wrote the article for Yahoo Sports on just how serious this is with Michigan. Uh, yes, Marvin. I'm putting money on Michigan to win the national title now. <laughs> well, they're the favorites. Michigan's the favorite. And keep in mind what's happened here at Michigan. Because when Harbaugh took over, Lloyd Carr, I think, left in 07. And, and this was the winningest football program in history. And they certainly had a dip there with uh, Coach uh, Hoke. <laughs> Not good. <laughs> um. And then Harbaugh comes in to rescue his alma mater. Everybody's you know, got high hopes there. They don't beat Ohio State, get blown out. And then all of a sudden, uh, he's flirting with the NFL. Job could be in jeopardy. Salary cut. Still flirting with the NFL. And then we have some violations here. And now Michigan football is back. <laughs> yes, Paulie. It was only three years ago, that COVID year, where they played six games. Yeah. And Harbaugh was two and four. And he was going to give up his paycheck. And people are like, this is the time to replace him. Since then, he was 12-2, and 13-1, and he's 7-0 and so far this season. Yeah. All right, so what's uh, any other poll questions there, Seton? We have a couple from uh, the T-O-double-D. Oh, okay. What, do you want Todd to read them? We might want to save these for a minute, but, uh, yeah, I think Todd should read them. Oh, no. okay. feels like there's a story. By the way, I, I, had a, I had a real tough decision. I had a real tough decision to make last night. About Todd? No, no, not about oh. Todd. No, 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 no. That's always a tough decision. No, 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 no. There's nothing. No decision there. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you about it coming up here. Um, but I had a real tough decision to make last night. And it had to do with music. Had to do with... Oh, speaking of music, today's musical theme on yeah. the program is going to be... We're doing favorite songs for movies. Okay. All right. All right. So we got some good ones. Okay. How did this come about? Well, we were just talking about 
uh, Rocky, uh, oh, R.I.P. Uh, Burt Young, and I was like, that's a pretty iconic, oh, you know, so. soundtrack. So I was like, you know what? Your favorite songs from movies, guys. Okay. Pick one. Okay. All right, so that'll be sprinkled in throughout the program there. Correct. And then when we come back, we'll explore a little bit more what Michigan is uh, doing wrong or at least accused of. And then I'll tell you my musical dilemma. Yes, Todd? If you're playing against Jim Harbaugh now, if you're the other coach, are you bothering to cover your mouth now with the whole, you know, the whole scoreboard I don't thing know why you don't do it in, to begin with. I mean, well, Why let, cover your mouth with your playbook? He already knows all the plays, it seems. Well, I would still do that. But Sean Payton had his play sheet there. You're Broncos head coach. We could read the plays on his play sheet. I mean, that's national TV. Now teams are going to beat us. What are yeah. we going to do? <laughs> Hey, you got Green Bay coming to town. Good times. Yeah. What's the line on that? Denver's got to be favored. I'm going to say three and a half. So they're not really favored. It's They're playing at home. I'll say Denver three and a half. Speaking of gambling, crazy podcast yesterday episode. Woo! Shea and Irving, Bad Larry, Dylan the graphics guy, and a collect call from a prison inmate who... <laughs> who has been successful with parlays. We'll have that for you. That's available at danpatrick.com. Uh, I, I, I'm going to take a break. Marvin was going to say, do you want to play a little bit of the podcast? Let me take what, Todd? The Packers are only one-point favorite against the Broncos, if I'm reading this right. That's what I'm looking at. DraftKings three hours ago, one-point favorite against Denver. Also, are the Packers hosting the Broncos? I thought that was in Denver for some reason. I thought it was in Denver, too. The Packers are at the Broncos. And the Broncos are underdogs at home? Yeah, that mile-high magic left a long time ago. <laughs> All right, let me take a break. Got a lot of things to dive into. We're back after this Dan Patrick show. Ready this weekend? NFL season going strong. DraftKings Sportsbook hooking up new customers. Got an offer that's even stronger. Bet five bucks on any game this week and score $200 instantly in bonus bets. All customers can take advantage of a sweetener offer every game day this October. Get in on all the action. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code PATRICK. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet just $5 on the NFL. So that's code PATRICK only. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Fritzy. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms are responsible gaming resources. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. <laughs> the fix is in. I would say this is Seton O'Connor's. Heck yeah, dude. Yeah, Breakfast Club. Heck yeah. Yes. I've based most of my high school persona on this movie. Are you kidding? Yeah. Yes, Paulie. And this is uh, this song is as tied to a movie as any song ever, in my opinion. This is uh, yeah. Bender when he's leaving Bender. Judd Nelson with his fist in the yeah. air, and this song is railing. As a matter of fact, last year's calendar, I think we did movie yes. scenes, and I did Bender with his arms up. Yes. That's my guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. You see this? Good movie. This is what you get for spilling paint in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie. All right, so the uh, music theme today on Meet Friday is uh, favorite songs, famous songs from movies. He's Ross Dellinger. He's been busy. Yahoo Sports senior writer covering college football, and Michigan's in a little bit of trouble, or at least they appear to be in a little bit of trouble. Ross joining us now. Ross, how'd this story come to light? <laughs> uh let's see it happened pretty quickly as these things do um it was uh probably wednesday late afternoon kind of uh we, we got a tip at yahoo dan wetzel and i about it um and uh started to pursue it and wednesday night didn't really have it but we understood what happened which was the ncaa had started an investigation into uh, michigan uh, a separate investigation from the one they were already conducting. And they had alerted the Big Ten on late Wednesday afternoon um, or Wednesday evening. And then the, in the Big Ten, um, the Big Ten alerted Michigan's opponents, future opponents, including Michigan State. So that's kind of how the word uh, leaked out, so All to right. speak. Walk me through the accusations. Well, the main, you know, sign stealing uh, is pretty prevalent in college football. Um, it's uh, It's not illegal it's not against ncaa rules um to steal uh, uh 
a team signs from the broadcast or during a game in, in signaling them in. I mean, none of that is illegal. What is illegal in this situation specifically uh, is how the signs were stolen. Um, in, in 1994, so this goes back almost 30 years, the NCAA implemented a rule prohibiting in-person scouting at future opponents' games. And the theory is that Michigan um, is a, obtaining the, the, the play or sign-stealing information, right, from, uh, from attending in-person games, so scouting games, which, again, was illegal. So that's kind of the focus right now. But plenty of teams – you know, still signals, right? I, I, Clemson has been known for for years, and, and Brent Venables, uh, and it's no secret among the coaching community, for being really adept at in-game stealing of signs and maybe preparing beforehand through broadcast and stuff. But obviously the NCAA has some kind of credible evidence uh, that Michigan got this in, uh, let's say, illicit, illicit ways, different ways than just in-game or from the broadcast. How big a deal is this? Well, you know, that is a great question, um, and it depends on who you ask. Uh, <laughs> there there are certainly several people who kind of roll their eyes at this, uh, even knowing that Michigan could have done something that others don't normally do to get signs. They kind of put their hands up and say, what's the big deal here? Doesn't the NCAA have other things to, to do? Um but obviously, this this has been going on for at least a year. It goes back to at least last season. And it started to spread through the Big Ten and Big Ten coaching community about Michigan's uh, expert on staff in, in stealing signs. And it did, you know, change the way, certainly, they coach, right? They, uh, they change instead of signaling in plays. A lot of teams started using wristbands instead or huddling instead so it does have an impact but you're it's a great question and a lot of people kind of wonder why the ncaa is uh wasting their time jim harbaugh said he knows nothing about this but the report is the ncaa wants to get the computer or has the computer of somebody who is uh, i guess unofficially on the staff at michigan does that kind of characterize the situation yeah, there's a uh, there's an analyst, and we 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 learned some of this information yesterday. Uh, he's a kind of a very low level analyst. Uh, was in the Navy, actually. Connor Stallions uh, has since his name kind of has gotten out. He has since scrubbed all of his social media, which probably is uh, um, some kind of indictment uh, on the fact that he is involved. And I actually have pictures of him on the sideline signaling in place um or, or signaling in the signs of what the opposing coach is doing which again isn't completely rare right we've seen it but it's how he got that information how he got these these signals from the opponent um it's clearly done more than just the normal ways uh and the ncaa is certain looking into that like you said espn had reported that they're looking into his computer and such um but but there it is a it is an obvious kind of known thing in the in the Big Ten at schools in the Big Ten that this is the person that stands on the sideline next to Jesse Minter, the defensive coordinator, and Jim Harbaugh. 
and uh, does a gesture uh, when uh, when the offense uh, before the offense takes a snap. What are you guys working on today, you and Dan Wentz? Well, this right here, right? I mean, ESPN had some of it last night uh, about about the analyst uh, who signals in the plays. We have a little more info uh, about this situation. You know, uh, he he is apparently is at the center of kind of this investigation, and he is a guy that I think uh, again within the the Big Ten coaching ranks, uh, they they pointed toward him as as being the the signaler in a, a lot of schools Th- this this season alone. Two two schools that Michigan played uh, went from the most part went without signaling in the game because they knew that this was apparently a thing that Michigan did, and they just used the wristbands. Uh, so it's just a, another follow story on exactly what's going on here and what's to come. Can it affect Michigan this year? Well, the NCAA, Dan, operates slowly. Uh, <laughs> the only, I like to say the only body that operates slower is Congress. And, and now the NCAA and Congress have come together, right? Uh, I was just at my ninth NIL hearing earlier uh, earlier this week here on I live in DC here on Capitol Hill and uh, so things things work slowly though in the NCAA. Where and, where um, are we with NIL and and the government's involvement in this? Well, the NCAA wants the government uh, involved, which is a rarity, right? And they've been they've been encouraging Congress for four years now to to produce some kind of federal law um, that governs NIL. But the attention, Dan, has really turned away from from NIL. Uh, and I wrote about this earlier this week at Yahoo after the hearing, is that the, the focus instead of NIL has really been on these court cases and the, the employment, athlete employment, which is most would say is on the way, that athletes will be considered employees at some point by the courts. And now, the NCAA, instead of encouraging Congress just for an NIL bill, they want a bill that protects them from the courts, that protects their athletes, they say, from being employees. So that's kind of the main focus right now. Yeah. Well, I know you got a busy weekend, Ross. Thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah, Dan, thank you. Ross Dellinger, he's a senior writer covering college football, Yahoo Sports. He and Dan Wetzel do a wonderful job. Yeah, I don't know if anything comes of this. It's interesting. Usually when a team is successful, that's when you're under investigation. It's rare when you have a bad team. And maybe it's because we don't focus on a bad team under investigation. I was surprised the NCAA was involved in this because normally they're like, um, you know, it's like uh, Mayberry when Andy Griffith would run the uh, jail. Like, you know, you basically had to go in and, uh, you know, Allow yourself into jail. Who was the town drunk? Otis? Otis. Yeah, Otis would just go, you know, leave the key and I'll lock myself up. That's kind of how the NCAA has to find somebody. Like, wait, can you give us all the information and do all the work for us? All right, we're investigating Michigan now. But now you're going to seize somebody's computer? Sounds a little more serious than that. And uh, Jim Harbaugh maintains innocence. He knows nothing about it. I want to know what he knows about this guy who's on his staff. Is he employed? Did he go rogue? Did he go, hey, I want to impress these guys so maybe I can get a better job. Maybe I'm a defensive coordinator in waiting. Something. Just seems odd that, hey, you know what I'm going to do? Don't tell coach. I'm going to do this. Hey, I got some signals here. Hey, that's pretty good. Where'd you get it? 
And do you think at some point the defensive coordinator may say to Jim Harbaugh, hey, this guy, uh, Connor Stallion, what a great name, by the way. Yeah, it sounds like he works in a different industry, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> bound, chicka, bound, bound. Were they wondering where the guy was every weekend when he was at the other team's games scouting them out? I don't know. I, I have a question. After hearing Ross Dellinger, do you guys feel that this is a dumb rule or an ends, or like cheating? Well, I don't know what kind of electronic communications that they're intercepting or is involved. I think it's 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 more than just, hey, we're kind of deciphering what your hand signals are. I think there's more to this, and that's why it's – if there's a quote from a Big Ten source who says, this is worse than the Patriots' spygate and worse than the Astros, well, how does it get worse than that? One of those was, wasn't really a big deal. <laughs> The Astros sign stealing mm. with the garbage can. Well, that, that one was that one was a real cheating scandal. The other was invented. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes, Paul. The other weird part about the story: <laughs> apparently, it's it's not legal to send a scout from your team to your a, a team you're playing in a couple weeks to their game in person to scout them. Yeah. But you can get tape of the game and use that. They give you tape. They give you tape, and everyone has the same process. Yeah. You can't physically send someone to the stadium to scout ahead of time. That's how I thought that's how scouting was done, that you actually sent someone to be in the booth. Well, but you're scouting by looking at their signals. Right. So that you're not looking at what's going on in the field, you're looking at the signals. Yeah, Seaton. That's an interesting clue as to who this may be coming from. Who does Michigan have in the next couple handful of weeks? Could it be Purdue? No. No. It's probably it might be Michigan State. It might be. In-state rivalry. Narc. Well, no, there's two teams they've already played. There's, yeah, but if they're, if it's, there's teams that they're scouting ahead of time, mm-hmm. I feel like this could be actually where this is coming from is a preemptive strike. Are you, are Ooh. you going to say the? The Penn State? The- <laughs> coming at number seven Penn State, November 11th? Are we playing guess the narc? Wow. It would be the upcoming opponents for Michigan, Michigan State, Purdue, Penn State, Maryland, or Ohio State. Guess the narc. Mm. That's where I was going with it. That's where I was getting. Mm -hmm. Time to play Guess the Narc. (laughs) (laughs) I love college football. The preemptive strike. Yes. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State coming up this weekend. But, uh, yeah, two opponents, I guess, uh, send that. (laughs) You must be doing something right, though, if you're under investigation. <laughs> yeah. They weren't under investigation, I don't think, when Jim was going to lose his job. Now they're the favorites to win the national championship. I will get to phone calls coming up. By the way, I had this dilemma. I, I was uh, yesterday afternoon. It was 1 o'clock. Get a phone call from Santa Monica. All of a sudden, comes up, and I go, hello. And I uh, have a friend who says, hey, what are you doing tonight? I said, um, kids are in town, probably not much. He goes, going to sit in my basement by myself and watch half of TV shows? That is true. Smoke a cigar. Smoke a cigar. <laughs> I had some tequila last night. But this is what I was uh, offered. Uh, this band is going to be playing in front of 400 people in uh, the West Village in New York City. Would you like to go see them as they debut their new album? So this is last night. That band was the Rolling Stones. Oh. oh. 
Oh, my. So there, there was going to be kind of a cocktail hour, meet and greet, and then they were going to play. Didn't know how long they were going to play. They were going to play uh, from their album. I didn't know if they were going to play anything else. But as my friend James said, hey, these guys are 80. You know, you yeah. should take advantage of this. And I go, do I have two tickets? <laughs> like, what a jerk. I'm like, do I have two tickets? He goes, no, you have one. And I thought, okay, what time do they start? And then he said, well, probably we'll start playing music after nine. Well, it's two hours down, and then I'm doing the math, and of course I'm dedicated to this show and this audience. These guys are 80, and they're going to perform. You can go. I know. So you had a good time, right? You're up late? Yeah. Big night in the city, Mick? I didn't go. Oh, what? no. I know. I know. I know. I know. Whiff. I know. I know. I told you. I... I I, I didn't make the right decision. You're ensconced in regret right now. That is yeah. a whiff. Because I put this audience ahead of, you know, just my well-being. That and, is and also a my entertainment. Huge mistake. <laughs> Huge mistake. We don't forgive you if you were a little exhausted this morning. No. <sighs> did you know Lady Gaga was going to be there? She did songs with them. Oh. I, I, you love Gaga. I Lady do. Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. Start me up! He's actually my my poker face, mama. <laughs> How many hours notice did you have again? Uh, I got a call after uh, it was one o'clock. Mm. Quick power nap and get yourself to the city. I know, I know, Come I know, on. I know. It's tough, tough, tough. As overrated tough. as the Rolling Stones are, you should have been Whoa. there. Whoa! What? <laughs> and I'm driving in today, and all of a sudden I got street fighting man coming on. I'm going, damn. Gonna, it, you know, one of those where every time you turn on the radio, it's gonna be like there'll be a Stone song, and then I'll be like, "All right, I missed out. I missed out." Small venue, like less than four hundred people. Yes, Mark. Have you ever seen the Stones live? Yes. Oh, thank goodness. Yes, I saw them. Uh, I think it was the nineteen seventy two tour where Jagger wore the Philadelphia Eagles jersey. Oh, then I think you're okay. No, that was that was prime stone. That's what I mean. To me, yeah. you're all right. Yeah. If you never saw him, that'd be a different story to me. But I could have done my Jagger impersonation to Jagger. Maybe it's a good thing you didn't go. <laughs> uh, are you kidding me? You Is think, that supposed to be me? <laughs> do you think it would have gone as bad as me doing my Lou Holtz impersonation in front of Lou Holtz? Fritzy doing his Shannon Sharp in front of Shannon Sharp? Yes, Paulie. I love that Fritzy's making fun of you. The Rolling Stones could have been playing at the Applebee's down the street from Fritzy's house, and he wouldn't have gotten out of his bed to That's go. That's true, unless they were setting up in my backyard. I'm like, over oh, <laughs> there, across the street? I know. Oh, that's a long way to go. It's like Landon Donovan's final soccer game ever, and he was playing, what, 15 minutes from Fritzy? He's inviting Fritzy to go see Who him. Who wouldn't want to go check out the final game, which ended up, I don't think, being his final game. He played again after that, so. Yeah. Or when you were invited by Von Miller to go to the Broncos parade. And you didn't go. Yeah, I wanted to bring my son. I'm like, two tickets or nothing. <laughs> I did ask for two tickets. It was like, you know. There so was a, a one pass. Yeah, you. it was one. Yeah, it was a one-off. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Okay. Would you have gone if you were single? If I was single? And 30. No. <laughs> if I didn't have to work today, I would have gone. You should have gone. I would have been raging all night long. Although Keith Richards doesn't party anymore, so I don't know who I would have partied with with the Stones. 
You wouldn't have been able to understand a word he said anyway. <laughs> You're right about that. That's what I was going to say. And then I just, I would just laugh. You know, no matter what he said, I would just laugh. All right. So that was my night last disappointed. night. Disappointed. Well disappointed. Hey, there was there was college football on last night too. I was yeah. watching that. Yeah, one of the games was three to two until <laughs> the middle of the third quarter in the seventh inning. James Mad, I'm watching James Madison. I'm going, I, I I could be there watching the Stones, and I'm watching Derek Carr throw interceptions. What am I doing? Correct, loser. What, what are you doing? Yeah, Mark. They didn't do sympathy for the devil. No. I think they were just doing their album. But still, you're seeing the Stones. I'm seeing history. No, I mean like Derek Carr. Those guys didn't sing anything. Oh. They didn't do Start Me Up. Start Me Up. <laughs> start Me Up and never start. Which nursery home were they performing at? I didn't wow. get that. Wow. Dang, Todd. Wow. Jagger's in better shape than you. He is. He's 30 years older than you. Meanwhile, I was watching The Elderly Bachelor last night instead of some of the football games, so that's where my I head think it's is. called well, The Elderly Bachelor, Todd. <laughs> he's also in better shape than you. He is. Good-looking guy. How about we take a break here? Okay. Uh, we'll come back. Play of the day up next. Sometimes I go around the room and I make the Danettes try their Irish accent. Like Marvin. Marvin's been working on his Irish accent when it comes to Keeper's Heart. Keeper's Heart. Yeah. I think it's the heart. Heart. Todd? Oh, me hearties. No, no. Have a drink. No, no, no. no, no. Keep you're doing not, the pirate. You're, why are you a pirate? I don't know why I keep doing the pirate. Yeah. Seaton? Me hearties. That's <laughs> <laughs> Keeper's heart. You don't have to have an Irish accent. <laughs> Keeper's heart is truly a new and unique style of whiskey that brings together the best of Irish and American whiskeys. And they also bring us the best distiller, or at least one of them in the world, Brian Nation. He left Ireland's most famous whiskey company, came to the United States to make Keeper's heart. It combines the smooth character of Irish whiskey, bold flavors of American whiskeys, and you have a unique taste experience worthy of the record books. If you like whiskey, you got to try it. Go to keepersheartwhiskey.com. Get $10 off your order. Make sure you use the promo code dan2023 thanks for listening to the dan patrick show podcast be sure to catch us live every weekday morning nine until noon eastern six to nine pacific on fox sports radio and you can find us on the iHeartRadio radio app at fsr or stream us live on the peacock app hi this is jay glazer and you may know me for the world of football or fighting or even shows like hbo's ballers what you don't know is for my entire life i have lived in something i refer to as the gray depression anxiety so now i'm coming out with a new podcast unbreakable a mental health podcast with jay glazer where each week while we talk about mental health i hope to describe it give it words listen to unbreakable with jay glazer on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Of the day. Player left side, got it! Check this out. One out. Bases loaded. 1-1 one, one of the bottom of the ninth. And the 0-1 pitch. Swing! Base hit! Diamondbacks win! In to score Smith. Marte gets his third hit of the ball game. And the Diamondbacks are alive and well in the National League Championship Series. They win game three. They come back home. They beat the Phillies 2-1 on a walk-off by Marte. Courtesy of the Diamonds Radio, Diamondbacks Radio Network. One of the great songs in movie history. Whose song is it? Todd? That is not me, but I love Eminem. Marvin? It is not. Seton already has his. Holly? It's yours. Yes, it is. Hey! Yes. Little eight mile lose yourself time. Love it. Great, great soundtrack. Great. Yes, Paul. When that movie came out, I saw this video. Eminem was promoting the movie, and I think they were going to show the movie at Michigan State, maybe. And at the end, they start this song in the credits. The the, the thing comes, the drapes go down, and all of a sudden he comes out and finishes the song. That's cool. Yeah. And did like four more songs and play some berserk. Play of the Day brought to you by the world's best headed to Santa Anita. Breeders' Cup World Championships, November 3rd and 4th. The countdown begins now. Get tickets today at breederscup.com. Marte had the game-winning RBI, and he spells his first name K-E-T-E-L. His number should be one, correct? Oh, blue. Yeah. Kettle one. Kettle one. Okay. All right. Anybody with me? N-I-L. Yeah. Yeah. No, he doesn't need NIL. He, you know, he's a professional. This sounds like it. Uh, yeah, Seton, you... Uh, Seton? Seton? Sorry, I was listening to something. What's that? Oh, 
you were going to make me feel better about not going to see the Stones last night? Oh, dude, yeah. What? Uh, according to the internet, oh, boy. Uh, which is always accurate, <laughs> right? Dustin just sent in. Okay. According to setlist.com, yeah. Rolling Stones only did seven songs okay. last night. Okay, that doesn't matter. That Well, it does matter because that would have been a lot of effort for like 20 minutes. Well, maybe longer. No, that, they would have given me an hour. You want to know what they played? Did they play, is it all off the new album? No. Oh, no. They played Lose Yourself by Eminem. <laughs> wow. Nice okay, cover. that was the encore. Okay, did they play uh, Stop Me Up? They played Shattered. They played Angry, which was their Angry, live, that's, that's, live debut. Yeah, that's off the new album. They played uh, Whole Wide World. Just a live debut, new album. Okay. They played Tumbling Dice. Ooh. They played Bite My Head Off, live debut. Okay. They played Jumpin' Jack Flash. Oh, come on. Oh, crap. Dot, 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 encore. <sighs> and then they came out with Lady Gaga and did a song called Sweet Sounds of Heaven. You're and not making me feel better. That was it. Okay, well, I figured it, it's not like they did like a full... No, but they did three of those songs. Yeah, Jumpin' Jack Flash would have been pretty sweet. And you love biting my head up and angry, so that's a that's a miss for you. Shattered would be pretty cool. Shattered, yeah. Because that's all about uh, New York City, isn't it? Splattered all over Manhattan. Yeah. Mm. Bite the Big Apple. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Todd. Do you really want to see him go? Stop me! Oh, what's the word again? <laughs> up, up! Stop! Stop me up! That's right. Thank you. Thank you in the third row. You the word done? is up. Are you done? Takes a little longer for me these days to get. Start Stop me up! up! You're going to break your hip. <laughs> don't start up. We don't want you starting up too much. Uh, that's great. We got two more hours. That's it. Well, we got our poll question for hour two. Did you make a colossal mistake by not going to see the Rolling Stones last night? Yes or hell yes. Okay. On what level is this a mistake? Like zero to ten? Yeah. And you guys can be honest. I mean, look, I, I missed out on it. They played some, you know, some of their classics. Todd, zero to ten, how big a mistake? I'm going to say 8.7. I would do more if you hadn't seen them before. That'll be in the upper Marvin, nines. what about you? I'm going to go with eight also. Seaton? Yeah, I'm closer to nine. You should have gone. <laughs> Polly? Nine. Hard nine. Oh. Jumping Jack Flash? Bite your head off? Angry? Co Come cocktail on. hour, baby. Gaga? Hell, stop it! Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. 
Exclusions apply. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip-off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is going to be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.